Hey guys, welcome to the Seeds to Healing podcast. We're talking about mental health and giving tips and tricks and adding a Christian perspective. I'm Allie. I'm Iana. We're so excited that you're here listening to this week's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our special episode. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, my goodness. I was so excited. I choked. I'm just kidding. But hello. Hello, guys. We're here on a Friday. How exciting. Mm-hmm. You get us twice in one week. Wowzer. Don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm Ayana. And I'm Allie. And this is Seeds to Healing. Today, we're talking about some interesting topics, I would say. I would agree. Yeah. Not always team together, but Allie and I like to throw everybody for some loops. Mm-hmm. And um, today, we're talking about empathy. And what else are we talking about, Allie? Thoughts, or the power of thoughts, as it plays into empathy as well right exactly so before we jump in i'm gonna pull up my definition of empathy um just to talk about that because i always find it so interesting and so um by the psychiatric medical center they define empathy that it is shown in how much compassion and understanding we can give one another Whereas sympathy, where we kind of get those confused, is more of a feeling of pity for one another, Hmm. which I think is so interesting. Very interesting and deep. And I think all too often you hear people go, oh, I'm sympathizing or wait, no, I'm empathizing. Am I empathizing or am I sympathizing? Right. It's often confused. Um, So I know you just said the definition, but... I guess my first question for you would be, you know, what do you think you would describe empathy as for a person? And then I guess the struggle of why people tend to mix up the two. I think the reason I'll start kind of backwards. I think the reason why people get empathy and sympathy so mixed up is because we're taught that sympathy is like good. Like when you go to the stores, you go to Walmart, there's sympathy cards. They're not empathy cards. They're like sympathy cards. And it's like, Mm. praying for you or feel better and that's what sympathy is it's something that just kind of slaps a band-aid on it and pushes through like oh hope you're okay and goes and empathy is something that more so sits in the hardship with people it's about Mm -hmm. the emotional connecting not trauma bonding but the emotional connection of i see what you're going through or what you're feeling and i know that that's hard let me go to that deep place connect with you and help you come out of it so for example if somebody's in the hospital, sympathy ha- signs a get well soon card and sends some flowers, whereas empathy may go in, they may bring a dinner, they may check and make sure that you're okay. They may say, wow, like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. This is really bad. What do you need right now? Or even just sitting in that, like, this really sucks. Or mm-hmm. this is going to be really hard. I agree with you. Um, and I think the difficult part, the reason why people can choose or can be so sympathetic over empathetic is because it's easier Mm -hmm. easier to feel like we did our part checked off our box when we like write on the card praying for you get well soon and send it right it's a lot easier when our friends text us that they're struggling for something be like man i'm praying for you 
whether we mean it or not, it's just easier to do that than to go and be like, wow, I can see that that's really hard. Not only am I praying for you and praying with you, but like, how can I help you in this? Or checking in on them daily. Empathy needs the extra steps. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to be empathetic with people when we feel like the thing that they need that we're supposed to give empathy for is not big enough. You know, mm-hmm. like, Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own trauma, their own struggles, their own things that are really bad. And so for Allie, what could be really bad is something like her getting in or somebody getting in a big car crash. But for me, you know, bra- breaking my ankle is really hard on me. And sometimes it's hard because you're like, girl, people are starving all over the world and you're having a hard time with a broken ankle, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just understanding, I think, that people have a hard time just being sympathetic with the fact of, as of right now, this is really bad for me. And what I need in order to climb out of this hole is for somebody to come down here, say that they see me, they they can feel what I'm feeling, and that they're willing to help me get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we can circle back to the um statement you made about like oh that sucks I'll pray for you um because I think that's really important to talk about when it comes to the Christian community and you probably didn't see me unless you're watching this on YouTube but I kind of like smirked when she said that um because I guess we can talk about it now I guess we'll just talk about it now um I feel like we do that all too often Mm -hmm. um just you know full disclosure my opinion my observation um through what I've experienced I would say that's the typical response. And I think Kenya kind of like alluded to it almost in her episode with dealing with grief yeah. um, that like you can't just like slap a bandaid on it and say like, I'm praying for you and not be able to empathize with something like when someone loses a, a loved one or has really gone through a bad, like a hard time, whatever it is that they think is really hard, like whether it's breaking your ankle or bad car accident, like yeah just me just saying oh I'll pray for you it, it I don't know I feel like it comes off condescending yes it is our Christian version of sympathy and I think not to say that there is not prayer, power in prayer yeah. or that prayer can't be life-changing it's just also what it's attacked attached to I believe in such thing as Christian sympathy and this is it when we just text somebody mm-hmm. wow pray for you and I have found myself guilty in the habit of somebody saying something I'm just like oh I'll be praying for you and don't do it so how mm-hmm. do we take this narrative of like Christian sympathy and actually turn it into that there's several different reasons if you want a baby step instead of just texting somebody that you pray for them write the prayer down in the chat voice memo it to them let them know that you're actually doing it that you're empathizing with how hard this is for them and you want to be there with them if if you're in a place that's close enough go visit them check on them from time to time if you're not schedule phone calls or at least text message be actively checking in with them it's the same thing to say that faith without works is dead and Mm -hmm. so we believe that our prayers are working and I'm also giving you empathy by showing up and saying hey I know this is hard how can I help you or hey I know this was hard and I'm going to check in next week and see if you're doing a little bit better and I'm just connecting with you so Mm -hmm. don't not pray for them but take it an extra step because just by slapping the I'll pray for you band-aid on there most of the time when people say that we're not (laughs) you know I'm gonna be honest I'm be I'm be honest too I've done it and I actually I've done it we in there we in here together but um 
I've had to, I don't want to use the word train, but I think it was almost like train myself to, if I was going to text it or say it in a comment or whatever, I was literally going to stop and pause, take a moment, say the prayer, and then write it and send it to the person. Mm-hmm. Um, or I mean, write the response saying I'm praying for you and send it to the person and or after I post it or send it, I'll say, I'll say a prayer almost right. immediately so that, you know, um, it doesn't go forgotten and it doesn't just become something that you just say to hopefully make someone feel better um, during a hard time. Because honestly, that, like you said, that's not sympathizing for a person. That's, I mean, empathizing for a person, that's just sympathizing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not what we're called to do as Christians, honestly. Right. So. I agree. Yeah, I don't know how we got there. I wasn't expecting to go. That's not what we talked about in pre-show. At all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think another thing that stood out to me, um, kind of a little caveat, and maybe we could do an episode on it. Um, and you, if you don't want to answer it now, um, because it would, I think it'll kind of go tangential, possibly. But you said trauma bonding, and I was wondering if like yes. you could explain that. So sometimes I think people get empathizing and trauma bonding um, mistaken and we can do a whole deep dive on this, but a short thing is trauma bonding is when you find somebody who's been through either the same traumatic thing as you or an equally traumatic thing as you and you trauma bond over it. Um, Mm -hmm. I've done this with a coworker, a couple of coworkers. We laugh about it now because we're both (laughs) in mental health stage, but we worked at a very toxic job together and it was toxic and we are going through it together. We're trauma bonding together because we're in the same thing together. And then mm-hmm. when we get out, every time we meet up, we end up talking about the same past trauma. At least mm-hmm. it comes up at least once or twice, always mm-hmm. back. And so the trauma bonding is when you're bonding over, I went through this, I went through this too. And this is where we're bonding, where empathy isn't about bonding over going through the same thing. And it's like, hey, I'm going through this. And the other person says, hey, I see that you're going through this and I can, I can see that it's hard and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I'm going to come acknowledge your feelings and to help you out of it, right? The ability to sit and move, whereas trauma bonding is, I've been through this, I've been through this too. Let's sit in this and become friends and become besties because we've been through the same thing. And then we're mm-hmm. just talking this trauma circle all yeah. around. That's, that's all you talk about. Mm-hmm. It's a great explanation, eh? Um, and I think it tied in well. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys want to hear more about trauma bonding, we could literally do a whole um, episode on it. Yeah. I'll try not to cry, but like, crying. <laughs> just kidding. Um, what the? Just so you know. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So I'm trying to remember some of the pre-show questions that I had asked you when we were talking about it. Um, when it came to empathy and sympathy. Um, I think one of the questions that I had asked was, um, well, I guess you kind of already answered it. Like what makes it challenging for people? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess you could kind of elaborate on those. Cause there are people who are able to, um, like I would consider you and I, um, mm-hmm. more in inclined to be more empathetic, mm-hmm. um, just by nature and also by career. Um, but there are people that really are on the other spectrum, the other side who really struggle with, um, empathy. And I'm curious to hear what you think influences that. Yeah. I think that empathy is such an interesting thing because some people are really good at it 
And some people really have to work to be empathetic, like to tell somebody I see you and that hurts and it actually come from a genuine spot is really difficult for some people. And I think it can be difficult. Some of the things we talked about is your family history. If you Mm -hmm. come from a family who's like, bury your emotions, bury your emotions, then it's going to be hard for you to be empathetic because sympathy runs over the emotions where empathy you have to tap into it to Mm -hmm. be able to look that person in the eye and say I understand that this hurts and that's hard right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and and whereas sympathy just kind of slides right over it and is like I'm so sorry but could be worse or I'm sorry here's go get a Starbucks and be better you know so like it's empathy you really have to tap in and if people are having a hard time understanding or even diving a little bit deep into your emotions it's going to be difficult like if you anytime you feel sad you shut it off you're not going to be empathetic not to mm-hmm. say you need to be sad all the time but if you haven't felt i i know several people who break up with people and they they were like oh i don't know what heartbreak is i just go it's actually mm-hmm. that they're just shutting down which is a whole nother topic just <laughs> shutting down that emotion right pushing it under yeah um so if, if their best friend lost their husband to death, mm-hmm. they are going to have a hard time empathizing there. And they could be like, wow, I see that you're sad. That really sucks. But they're going to have a hard time being around that person when they're sad. They're going to have a hard time trying to help them get out of it because it's it'll pull on your sadness, right? Mm-hmm. If I am going through a loss and grieving and I connect with somebody who has gone through a loss and grieving and they're being empathetic to me, it's going to pull on the grieving to be, it's almost like your emotions knocking on you and be like, Hey, remember what this felt like, Mm. you know, acknowledge that this is hard and Mm -hmm. sit there with them for a moment before moving forward. And people who either don't want to feel those feelings, aren't sure what those feelings feel like, Mm-hmm. It's going to be harder, right? Because there, these emotions are going to be knocking mm-hmm. and where we, sh- we should be saying, oh, I remember what this feels like. They're going to push it down. I don't want to feel it. Like, let's just, you know, and that's mm-hmm. why some people, when, when people go through deaths or they have accidents or they're really depressed, some people will naturally exclude themselves because it's pulling on emotions that they don't necessarily like even thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- and you, I think that's where you'll start seeing uh, friction in in relationships mm-hmm. um, not just like I don't want to I don't just mean like intimate relationships I mean like even in friendships as well like you'll see friction in that area when you're with somebody or have someone in your life that's less empathetic because or someone who's more empathetic right because it makes you guys you guys kind of like make each other uncomfortable mm-hmm. essentially and so you have to be able to communicate these things and be able to identify these things like it's not it's not a bad thing if you feel all the feels or if you're more sensitive I don't really believe in being more sensitive I just think you're able to identify your emotions and are highly yeah. highly empathetic yeah um but yeah I think that's a really great example and one thing that came to mind when you were um talking was you know, if you were to just put it into perspective, it would look a little something like if you, someone who's not able to empathize, it's almost like someone who you go through a a really bad, um, okay, let me not make it, let me not make it stressful. Let me say you got an A on your test, right? Like you got an A on your test, you're used to getting A's on your test and your friend is like looking at your paper and is like, wow, I only get C's on my test ever. And so they're not able to ever really know what it feels like to succeed in getting an A. And so in relation to empathy, 
sometimes it's difficult just for that one barrier. Um, and I would say, think about that on, with someone who's less empathetic. That's probably their reaction 99% of the time is like, I don't know what that feels like. So I can't empathize with you. And I think that's where people get challenged yeah. too. I think uh, I think in those moments, we just have to acknowledge it. You can be so much more empathetic by saying, hey, I've never gone through this, but I can imagine that this is really hard. Mm. And and that's what comes off more genuine and more of the empathy of, I don't have this emotion knocking on my door. It might be, but I have no idea what it is. (laughs) But what I can say is that I can see that this is hard because of the relationship that we have with people and or Mm. the idea that we have with for humanity. For some people, it's a lot easier to be, um, empathetic with people that we know and it's a mm-hmm. lot harder to be empathetic that we don't know and and it's the same thing there when we look at homeless uh individuals without homes on on the streets are we looking at them with empathy or sympathy right are we mm-hmm. looking at them like oh that sucks you know could be anybody or are we looking at them like wow that must be really hard to know that mm-hmm. you've come from a family and that you're somebody you're a, a son a daughter maybe a brother or sister, you've been mm-hmm. a friend to somebody and now to see that you have nothing is heartbreaking and that's how we're showing our empathy to people that we don't know, but we can look at the situation and just say like, that's hard, mm-hmm. you know? Empathy is not all, not we're not always gonna meet. Like if we take Kenya, for example, who lost her father and her sister, some of us as of where we are right now may never not know what grief looks like, mm-hmm. nor to lose a parent, nor to lose a sibling. And so in that part, I can't say, I know how this feels, that really sucks. But what mm-hmm. I can say is I can see that that's hard on you. And mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And I wanna sit with you in it. And I wanna walk through it with you. We're not going to stay sitting in it, but just to see, say that I see you mm-hmm. and let's take this ladder out of the dark hole one step of, at a time. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, The last question I think I asked you when it came to um empathy was, I was just curious because, you know, we were going back and forth on what our topics are going to be for right. context for y'all, but um, how you came to this topic. Yeah. So y'all know my girl, Brene Brown. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug (laughs) Brene Brown Brene Brown um there oh I'm so sorry there is a 20 uh, 2 minute and 30 second clip on YouTube um that's called Empathy Empathy by Brene Brown and it's um it's um what do you call it it has art with it I don't know what I'm trying to say illustrations I think of a of a fox a, a bear and like an antelope and they're ba- she basically breaks down what is empathy and what is sympathy and and the reason why I love Brene Brown so much is she uses she will use a couple of big words but she will break it down into plain English and I've never understood mm-hmm. empathy and sympathy as much as I did reading and watching that right mm-hmm. so, um I'll see if I can tag it and maybe we'll put it up on our Instagram on our stories or something just to have it there but yeah. I I uh we used it in a training and I just laughed because I love Brene Brown so of course I've already seen it um and it's just something that like popped back up on my heart on how much we need empathy in the world in order mm-hmm. to, especially as Christians as Christians mm-hmm. were called to call to love everybody and if you don't have empathy for everybody you can't do that mm-hmm. 
it, it takes empathy to love your neighbor as yourself. It takes empathy to love your in- neighbors. It takes empathy to love people who are struggling, who to love people who have done you wrong, to mm-hmm. love people all. It, it takes empathy. And I think as Christians, sometimes we put forth more sympathy, especially when we're like homelessness, I'm gonna put more sympathy. Um, kids who need adopted, I'm put more sympathy like you know, that sucks. How can we fix it? But are you being empathetic with it? Are you looking mm. at moms who have had abortions, who have had to put their children up for adoption and look at them and say, wow, I can only imagine how bad that hurts to mm-hmm. look at a child and say that I can't take care of it and to feel like this is your only option that has to hurt and I think as Christians that's how we do a better job about being the church to other people mm-hmm. is that we don't give sympathy but we have empathy because empathy looks at the whole picture mm-hmm. right? so if you're looking at a teenage girl who has an abortion you're not just looking at the abortion and be like, oh, that's wrong. Too bad. So sad. Kick her out mm-hmm. the back door. But you're looking at the at the girl saying, oh, my heart breaks for you at the fact that you must have thought that this was your only option or, mm-hmm. or the best option for you or whatever that looks like. Like I'm having empathy and I can connect and only imagine how hard that decision was and how hard the process. Everybody knows that abortion is not a great fun process. It's a very okay. difficult so why aren't we showing empathy to those people in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. We, show, we show sympathy when it's easy and when empathy is me- needed. I feel like oftentimes in the church, we just miss it, which is yeah. why I feel like this is such an important topic, even if it's just a little groundbreaking to really talk about and dive into. Yeah. And I think also, you know, it's it's going beyond yourself, right? And mm-hmm. and I think another part that I would add to that is that you don't necessarily have to agree with a person's choices to empathize with them and to understand and to let them know like at least I can understand where you're coming from even though I may not agree and I can say that 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 does suck that is hard um and I think the other um part that stood out to me was just understanding that you know as Christians, if we're called to be Christ-like, it is a part of being, like a part of it is being empathetic mm-hmm. and being able to see beyond yourself um, and beyond, you know, the surface of things and looking to the greater picture and the depths of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So any more that you wanted to add as far as empathy goes? Um, I think the only thing that we didn't get to talk about too much that I think you asked in in the pre-show part we talked about getting empathy so we know yeah. that everybody oh, you can do it yeah yeah mm-hmm. not everybody has empathy but we can all gain empathy and i think it's just by um i will say three things um one being in touch with your emotions allowing yourself to feel them a little bit more addressing them a little bit more getting a little bit more comfortable with being uncomfortable in the emotions mm-hmm. um also two is um for people who we don't know or um, strangers on the street or just having more empathy in people in general is mm-hmm. to think about all the backstories, right? Think about the process that happens to become homeless. And there's several different process. I mean, you can look at the, is it the white underbelly? And they interview thousands of people who are homeless. And how did you get there? And there's so many different stories of prostitution or they just woke up and lost anything or they were kicked out and left alone. And so take yourself and put put yourself physically in their shoes and think about 
the process. I think the more times we think about the process and how the process impacts the person, the more empathy we have, because it's just not a person in a large number, but we're understanding. No, this means that they would have lost everything and to come from mm-hmm. at least something, it makes you um go down. And third of all, I would just say is to be okay with telling people um, that I, I don't know what this feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, that will open you up for people to tell you more too. So like uh, you can be more empathetic just by being honest and genuine. I don't know what this feels like, but I, I can see that this is hard for you and I want to mm-hmm. help you X, Y, Z. And even that goes a long way um, more so than just saying get well soon. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's great. Um, And I don't know how much time we have. We might have to break in a little bit um, if this goes longer, my portion. But I wanted to tie in because um, if you could, if you listen carefully to, you know, age responses and, and you hear, you know, how you can foster empathy, how empathy is created and, and connecting to your emotions is, you know, the foundation to allowing you to be empathetic or more empathetic, um, you could really connect it back to the start of how you're able to identify what you're feeling in that, that I believe is your thought process, right? Your ability to think and identify um, is important. And the topic that um, I felt was also important to include is understanding the power of your thoughts, right? If you're able to change your thinking and essentially change your perspective Mm -hmm. on how you're seeing things rather than saying things like a perfect example of that is rather than saying to someone oh hope you get well soon and being you know almost nonchalant about it taking a minute to pause and say well that's very nonchalant how could I how could I let somebody know that I care a little bit more Mm -hmm. um well let me let me tell them that like I feel for them or I can I can see that this is difficult for you and it it can it could be something as simple as shifting what you're saying but also really just taking a minute to really assess your perspective on things and and really be honest with yourself and and ask am I thinking very concrete or Mm -hmm. am I thinking more abstract because I think people who are able to think more abstract tend to be more empathetic because they can see like you said earlier the greater picture of something and or more or depth in more in depth to um, a situation than just the surface response yeah I agree nail on the head what do you think um are ways to I think sometimes we're in a world where we're going so fast Mm -hmm. so people who want to be able to slow down and really think about things what are some things that you think can be helpful it's a great question I'm probably the perfect person to ask that because I'm always going (laughs) Um, one thing that I had to really learn um, to do and I'm still learning it literally still working on it is giving myself a moment to pause um, in moments where I'm feeling a lot or just you know feeling uncomfortable with whatever I'm emotion that I'm going through or situation that I'm going through um in in trying to put a word to it um I'm I'm outside of being a therapist and inside of a therapy session I'm really big on if you can identify it if you can label it you can move through it um and you can 
if you have to learn to rationalize it or learn to empathize instance, mm-hmm. you know um so i would say one pausing um another big thing that i was having to learn um was allowing myself the time to process and not just stuffing or uh, making myself so busy that I'm suppressing or avoiding mm-hmm. um but paying attention to you know where my mind's at where my body's at um and being able to say you know what like this is feeling very overwhelming for me let me give myself a day to really just you know whether it's chill out or you know um relax or I I've had to do it a lot in conversations that were provoking a lot of emotion for me um that I was empathizing almost too much I had to say you know what I got to respond to this tomorrow um and I got to give myself some some time to really process allowing myself to process allowing myself to think about what I wanted to say rather than just you know blurting something out um so I think pausing and then allowing yourself to process and and sitting with the emotion I think would be um the third thing because I think that's what makes it difficult and or overwhelming, right? So if you're too empathetic, you tend to get overwhelmed by the emotion. So pausing would help in that area. But if you're not as empathetic, or being able to sit with the emotion might be uncomfortable, but it will eventually help you to become more empathetic. Yeah. That's good. Who would have known? Thoughts are so important. I know. I mean, I feel like they're so powerful. Um, and that's why I wanted to to touch on it because I think we we undermine the um the power of our mind, right? Um, and even like biblically, right? Like we can we can get into that. Like there's there's many times in the Bible where where um it alludes to a person's thought process and I think we kind of touched on it when we were talking about anger management with pastor Brian sorry Brian um and um how you know it says in the bible where it's like God has given you um the spirit of you know was it peace and not of fear and he's given you peace love and a sound mind like all of those things are alluding to the importance of monitoring what you're thinking and then it also says you know think of all things that are noble all things that are pure 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 (laughs) all things that are good and and you know are edifying or whatever um because it's important to pay attention to your thought life and how you're choosing to think about things Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know any other questions or any more things that we need to add man i just think what you're saying is so good and uh, just makes so much sense and i think that as much as our especially for us overthinkers where's me um as much as our our thoughts can control us and like have us just spazzing out because we're overthinking mm-hmm. um, is equally as much as we can have control over them mm-hmm. very difficult to grasp and understand and frustrating i don't know about for you ali but when i was first trying to like mm-hmm. um be able to sit in the moment and actually just like focus on what happening i just would feel so defeated when i'm like focused or like meditating and then a thought pops up mm. 
And then I would either one, go down the rabbit hole with that thought or be so upset with myself that this little thought bubble came up and I'm like, I don't even want to do it anymore because I can't concentrate. What would you have to say to those people? Um, Funny enough, give yourself some compassion. Mm-hmm. Be empathetic towards yourself um, because it's in moments like that where you'll be able to, um, if you feel better, you'll do better essentially. Yeah. Um, and if you're able to really take moments like that and say, you know what? I'm a person who thinks our brains are always going. It's not unlikely that I'm going to have a thought. You know, it's all right. I'm trying to work through this. I can reconnect back. I can start over um, and we can do it again. Um, I don't have to be perfect. I don't know. For me, talking myself through things helps me, but also just in the act of doing that, it's more about paying attention to um, compassion statements and in you know, giving yourself a break and, and focusing on what you are doing rather than what you didn't do um, to help you kind of foster not only ability to, you know, feel better and like focus, but also to give yourself some empathy, you mm-hmm. know, um, and I think it helps you in the long run to feel less stuck, to feel less discouraged, because when you do focus on what you know, the negative versus the positive, essentially, you are leaving room for you to be less empathetic, less compassionate, and to feel more stuck and um, unable to think healthier. Yeah, I agree. That's good, Allie. Thanks. I learned a little something. something. That's my little church bell when you need it. Uh, yeah, so um, I don't know. I don't know if you have any more questions or any other thoughts, any well, other biblical applications. I don't know. And just let the Lord bless you. <laughs> I use you. I use you. I just have one thing. I don't know if you remember this song. It was an old Christian song, and it was like, uh, Jesus love you. Yes, I do. Or Jesus loves me. Yes, <laughs> yes he does. Uh, it was the one that was like, break my heart for what breaks yours. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just feel like that's what empathy is. For yeah, Christians, you're not a Christian, you may not feel the same. If you are a Christian, it's just allowing another part of empathy, it's allowing God to break His heart for what breaks yours. So maybe that's where you start. It's just mm-hmm. like, Lord, teach me how to be empathetic. Allow my heart to break for what breaks yours. Yeah, and in other words, right? It's feeling what trying to feel what another person is feeling, and or at the very least identifying to them that you understand the feeling one thing that brings another thought is one thing that I have said to clients before is if you can't empathize at least be able to say to them I know what sadness feels like and I can understand that feeling right I know what anger feels like and I can understand what you're feeling you may not be able to completely relate to the situation but if you can sit back and say i felt angry before i felt sad before right um that's even another step forward in being able to empathize with a person that's good yeah so little nuggets here and there and little things that you can say i mean i feel like these are all little things that you can say to help you know further your dialogue with people that you care about in in situations where people are trying to be 
open and, and connect with you and or feel like they need connection. Because uh, one thing I think we need in this world is more empathy. So that's for sure. Uh, Yeah, 100%. Because they cray cray out here. Cray cray. Um, all right. So y'all ain't getting another episode from us for another three weeks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Um, so just point out the obvious we did two this week because we didn't do one or two. I think we skipped. We skipped one, I think. We skipped, we skipped that one. one. Yeah. So we Okay, so we gave you an extra one. Yeah. Or essentially we caught up. <laughs> because... <laughs> So no episode next week, but we'll be back at it the following week. Um, I don't know if we want to really announce it, but I think we're we're nearing nearing an end of our first season. Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. I don't know how many episodes we said we were gonna knock out, but I think this is technically episode what thirteen? I think twelve. Yeah. Thirteen or twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just a little heads up. I know I might be jumping the gun there but Let them know. um <laughs> we i don't know we've had fun and i think that we're gonna continue to have fun we do need more topics though because yeah. ayana and i have fast like what right. are we gonna talk about <laughs> yeah raping up words at this point no, i'm just kidding i mean it's really good to be able to talk about whatever we want but we really want to be able to aid you guys and help you guys so yeah. just watching out on our instagram at seeds to healing we'll probably put up some more boxes about just whatever questions you have ask them mm-hmm. anonymously we'll dive deep on the podcast you'll help us help you because mm-hmm. we see y'all y'all that are following us we would love for y'all to interact with us <laughs> take that step but Either way, we always enjoy it. Uh, we have a fun time. Um, and if you take nothing um, or don't have a topic that you bring to the table, at least take a minute to, you know, listen to some of the things that we had to share because right. I feel like it's good stuff. Pretty neat. All right. Um, all righty. So thank you again for coming on to listen to us ramble about our nittiness i'm just kidding um coming in and listening to seeds to healing um podcast we are um airing every other monday and you can follow us on instagram at seeds to healing you can listen to us on apple Podcasts and spotify and you can watch us on youtube so take a listen or watch a video we are completely grateful for it um but yeah i think that that is all folks till next time friends later thank you guys so much for joining today's episode we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it we are gonna be dropping episodes every other monday so tune in yeah guys thank you so much if you'd like to follow us you can follow us on instagram at seeds to healing and also go ahead and jump over to youtube and subscribe to our channel seeds to healing as well yeah bye bye